like that look off your face Please don't even front, stop being so fake I know you do not like me and you made it very clear You're always talking about me from what I hear Always put me down when you thought that you could I want you to know that I'm doing so good Wasn't it you that said I thought I was all that in you Said I didn't have a clue Wasn't it you that said That I wouldn't make it through doing for this series i'm speaking to my queen specifically to every phenomenal resilient beautiful striving getting it done by god's grace queen i see you i am you and i'm here to tell us all don't stop get it get it (laughs) i'm here (laughs) i'm here to remind you to keep your head up queen don't let your crown slip I'm here to bring love and receive love, to admire you, learn from one another, and soar with you. I'm here not as a competitor, but as your fellow queen cheering you on to help cultivate that Hasu environment. Wait, Hasu? Yeah, I said Hasu. I know y'all wondering, what is Hasu? Well, Hasu stands for hook a sister up. I learned about okay. that acronym. Okay, listen, I learned about that <laughs> when I went to the conference with my sister, um, Women That Are Loose, um, Bishop T.D. Jakes, um, back in 2018. And at that conference, I swear it changed my life. Like, I went to this conference not knowing what I would experience, but I was fully open and wanted to experience God's presence. And I needed it, and I needed him, and he met me at the door. Okay, and because he met me at the door, I am now pursuing him at every door I go through. It's a must, and I have to experience them if I'm going to walk in purpose. What do you want to experience, good people? What do you like experience? Well, we will definitely revisit that topic of experience on our new segment of the podcast, so stay tuned. So, good people. Are you doing so, so good, or are you just good? Me? I'm doing good. There's always room to be better, to feel so, so good, like Destiny Child saying. And don't forget, on your journey to becoming better, to feeling so, so good, stop and acknowledge the good that you are now. Like, for real, I'm telling you and reminding you and myself, feel the good around you. Take it in and please know that despite all the bad that is going on in the world, there are still good people around us. And make sure you intentionally be one. And quick story, this past Mother's Day weekend, I decided to cook for my parents. You know, they spoiled me so much, so I don't really be wanting to cook, but I cooked. So I proudly threw on my Cinderella attire and spun into action. (laughs) So as I was visiting my local well, not my local, because, you know, they only keep the Whole Foods and, you know, other communities. But as I was visiting my favorite Whole Foods location out in Wynwood, I showed up as my natural self, looking good and being kind. <laughs> and, y'all, when I tell you, I went to the seafood department and the guy came over and he said, hi, how can I help you? And I was like, how's your day going? And he stopped and was like, 
thanks for asking me. Um, my day's pretty busy. And I was like, you know what? At least you know it's going to go by fast. So I got my two pounds of shrimp and he said, thank you for being kind. Like, thank you for being nice. And I was like, kindness literally costs nothing. Don't y'all know this white man gave me my shrimp and said, and neither does your shrimp and walked away. And I heard him, but I didn't register what he said. So as I turned around to like proceed back to the produce section, I looked down and on my white slip on my on my seafood, it had no cost. Yo, when I tell you I was fighting back tears, but like the excitement came out of me, like I was jumping in Whole Foods, like, thank you, God, you're so good. Like, oh my gosh. And if he felt any, any way that I felt, I'm glad we had that encounter. I'm glad we exchanged because you just never know what someone is going through. And literally it costs nothing to be kind. So Again, good people, be good and be kind because it costs nothing. And when you do look at you, admire yourself and see yourself, write yourself some love notes and tell you how proud you are of yourself for coming this far. Be kind to you. Don't downplay your growth, baby. Don't look at others' growth and allow it to chip away from your own growth. Relish in your process your own journey, and your own growth. See that it is all possible. And if you must look at others like we all tend to do, look at others and allow yourself to become inspired, not jealous, but inspired, and know that God ain't through and neither are you. You hear me, good people? Grow intentional, Ariel. Grow intentional, good people. You see, that's just my reminder whisper to myself, honestly. And I've been working on better self-talks lately because I need them. I need them in order to really talk to you, in order to really be an example, which ultimately goes back to, you know, God's intentionality and his glory. It's time to allow yourself to produce a glory only God can grow and produce. But the question is, how willing are you to be intentional with your entire self-work? Remember. You are worth it all. No more half-assing love or work ethics. Like, no more half-ass. We want it all or nothing at all. So, this month we are celebrating and talking about being a woman, a phenomenal woman, and everything else that comes with being a woman. My first guest is a young woman who inspires me, y'all. Like, literally, I look at her Instagram. I signed on to the Bloom Network on Facebook. Like, inspiring and I mean her words motivates me and her life gives me hope and also helps me to create like the end because you know sometimes we get hooked on the titles but we are everything okay Kashmir is a mompreneur I hope I'm saying that right a wife a mother three (laughs) and the titles continues I'm sure so I first met Kashmir back in high school, which doesn't seem that long ago, honestly. (sighs) (laughs) I legit feel Beyonce when she's seen School and Life. Like, we were just 16. Well, at least that's what it feels like. Just 16. Okay. And that's what it feels like, especially if you're a Nubian queen like us. Because we damn sure still looking like it. Okay. We grow nicely. We grow nicely. Okay. Black don't crack. (laughs) 
Not at all. <laughs> so I am so excited to introduce you all to this very good person. Welcome, Cashmere. Welcome to Good Food, Good People Podcast. Thank you so much. Girl, thank you for allowing me time and space and your willingness for this reconnection. So how are you, ma'am? How are you growing? Oh, thank you for having me. I'm growing so confidently. <sighs> I'm growing so confidently in this season. Can you talk about it? All right. So you introduced me, but um, one thing that I'm growing into is being a multi-hyphenate and okay. being okay with that. Okay. So a lot of times as black women, we like to put ourselves in a box. Like I'm a mom and just that. Mm-hmm. I'm an entrepreneur and just that. And I appreciate that you said the end because there are so many things to follow and I am learning to confidently be outside of the box. Mm-hmm. There's no box with who God has called me to be. And being a multi-hyphenate is being able to be confident and say, I'm in the Navy. I'm a mom. I'm a commissioner for the city of Philadelphia. And every time you see me, I'm going to show up in that capacity. Mm, multi-hyphenated. I got to put that in my, That's own, me. my own dictionary, hunty, because <laughs> Lord. <laughs> it's the tech, 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 tech. Yes. All that I got a 20 minute intro. Okay, listen, I'm here for it, and I feel like that's exactly how God wants us to show up in this world. Mm -hmm. So, what have you been up to lately? Like, what has been consuming you lately? Oh boy, so. I'm so glad. This is like an intentional talk because just in the past couple of weeks, I've been embracing this multi-hyphenate about myself. So I will be transitioning out of the military in just one year from August. Yeah. And I have been military and for the last, if that's the word, military <laughs> Are we going to make it up? serving my country for nine years, right? Mm-hmm. And that's all I've been doing. The redundancy, the over and over and over again. But two years ago, I want to say, God tapped me on the shoulder like, it's more. I'm like, what do you mean more? But in every single opportunity he's introduced to me, it has become more clear. Mm. So now I'm just um, not necessarily branding because now we like to call it branding. Mm-hmm. But before it's just being self-aware. Okay. I like that. And knowing what he has called me to do. So I've just been working on that. Of course, I'm in hair school. I'm, I serve full time in the military. I'm a mom and all of those other things. So I'm just balancing. Okay. Okay. So what does it mean for you to be not any old woman, but a black woman? Oh, man. This is so funny. I listen to um, Kevin Samuels. Do you listen to him? I do. Sometimes. Sometimes. Because he be killing me. I be like... He does. He goes a little too hard. Mm-hmm. But he said, he asked the question and he said, what is a single black woman's role in a community? Mm-hmm. And they're like, we have nothing. I, I don't have no kids. I don't have no accountability. Mm-hmm. My role as a black woman is to be accountable. Okay. A lot of women who don't have children, they, you don't have children, right. but there is a call to everybody in our community to be accountable for our actions so that people can follow on behind us in the right capacity. Yes. So being a black woman is just to be accountable. Mm. Own it. Yes, mm. because we are each other's link, and someone is always looking at you. Like, me and my mom joke about it. I'm like, someone's always watching, but like, for real, someone is always watching, whether they're younger, whether they're right next to you. You just never know. And the more you're accountable, you're also teaching and sowing that same seed to other black women of how to exactly. be accountable. So I'm here for that. 
cashmere. Accountability. (laughs) How do you walk the path of freedom, you know, to fully see and accept the past that you are and not get stuck there? You know, the not get stuck, but basically you fully see and accept the past you, not get stuck there, then the present you, but not hold tight to that version. And finally, the future you, because I see you on the gram going after all that you want and it is truly inspiring girl so i'm i'm here ready to learn gain insight help us all because we all need it whether we're willing to admit the need of help or not right oh man so let's just rewind my biggest well before i changed my name on instagram i was the motivated mom but my motivation comes from motherhood my oldest daughter is six When she was born, I was in a marriage that I chose for myself. Okay. That was the past me. I like how you said that. So the past me used to choose. I used to like, all right, this is what I'm going to do and this is what it is, right? Mm -hmm. But I found myself being hurt more than God wanted me to. So God will put us into situations to grow us. But the ones we put ourselves in are just what it is. We put ourselves there. So I put myself there not knowing that I had childhood traumas, that I had a lot of things to heal from. So that was the past me. But when he and I divorced, I learned so much about myself. Mm. When I was younger, the past, uh, pastor told me, you, you're going to be impactful. You're going to be impactful. I'm like, what does that mean? But we cannot be inspired until we're inspired by God, right? So Speak being divorced, it. being hurt, going through all these things, I'm like... God, what do you want from me? He was like, I just want you to stop telling me no. I'm telling you what to do, but you're not doing it. Right? So transitioning into where I am now, I don't tell God no. I'd be scared as a chicken (laughs) to just show up. Like me, I'm an extrovert, naturally. Right? But when it comes down to talking about the innermost parts of me, that's something that God has to pull out because when it when it comes to mental health, when it comes to trauma, you don't want to be received as a victim, mm-hmm. right? Because I'm a victor. I overcame that. So it's about being intentional about your messaging. So where I am now growing into me is just always praying before I speak, um, reaching out to God. What do you want me to do? As soon as he say it, I say, okay. So you may see me switching businesses, switching lanes. I'll be living here, living there. I just don't tell God no. You know what? Whatever you have for me or wherever you want to send me, I'm going. Mm, the old, that just sent chills. I mean, the obedience will make you obvious. It's better than sacrifice. I don't want to sacrifice my little heartstrings no more. My husband is good to me, okay? Oh, oh, speak all they said. Listen, my job is good. Life is good. I don't want none of that. But it's all to Jesus. Yeah. Listen, I I just got finished reading Sarah's book, Woman Evolve, and she said, if glory is not coming from you, then take it all away because I'm here to produce glory. And I was like, that's it. That's all. That's all. Whatever platform you give me, you need to be on. If you're not on a platform, take it away. Mm-mm. I don't want it. Mm-mm. Been there. And when I did it on my own, 
it hurt so bad. I had to recover all the times that I could have been walking in purpose. I was recovering. Mm. And that's not what God promised for me. But you he know, does not re- promise us a life of recovery. But you know what? He'll make he'll turn it all to our good because look how much more substance that you have coming to the table, how much more experience that you have and the knowledge from what you went through because you you went through it, but you grew through it all. So Yeah. I'm, and here I'm not for afraid it. to say no to God. Listen, what you say, you said divorce. I'm like, divorce? I don't want to be a single mom. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but that's how I grew as a woman and started to have that impact that their prophet told me when I was 12. Mm-hmm. I'm like, what do you mean? People are messaging me. How do you get through divorce? Girl, mm-hmm. if I had to tell you how many therapists I had during that time, mm-hmm. mental health in the Bible, okay? <laughs> oh, listen. Therapy in Jesus. Faith plus works, okay? Okay. It, it For real, but people think you know, they run away from what God told them to do because they think it's going to be hard. But I look back and if I would have stayed in that space, I wouldn't be where I am now. Listen, is it, I remember being friends with people and they're like, they're asking me for advice. Like, how did you see yourself through like, um, a relationship? Like I was in a prior relationship, man had multiple kids. And I remember calling my pastor and he was like, what do you want? Do you want a man with children? I was like, no. He said, so why are you settling? And I was See? just like, you know, because I chose. This was my decision. But I chose that for me. Listen, I said, God will break your heart to mend your soul. And that's exactly what he did. And when people ask, like, well, how did you go through, get through this situation? God. But you, some people don't want to hear God. I can't tell you that. I can't tell you nothing else. Like, I, I don't have a magic button that I press. God nope. and therapy. Like I tell my therapist all the time, Cashmere, like God sent you to me at one o'clock in the mm-hmm. morning. I found you. And he said, this is her. This is where you need to go. Yeah. And but it's just really accepting that. I just Tasha cop said it for your glory. I will do anything, mm. anything. Mm. Cause when I put myself, when it was for my glory, <laughs> mm. I was 60 pounds smaller, okay? I'm like, oh, I'm skinny. I was stressed. Stressed. I don't like that. I okay. like my little rolls, huh? Okay, listen, little son, <laughs> hold on to, okay? You know, bones is for yeah. the dogs. I'm kind of dealing with dogs. <laughs> <laughs> I need a yeah, king, okay? <laughs> Oh my goodness. So I read this blog and it talked about choosing yourself. And you know, we often see on social media, the quotes on self care and soul care and then choosing you, but who really understand what choosing you mean? You know how to choose others. We know how to choose others. We know how to fight for others, but rarely are we taught how to choose and fight for ourselves. So I didn't know either. So I Googled it and God led me to this blog, which really resonated with me. And it read, choosing yourself is fighting for yourself. It is learning to walk the path of striving to be truly free. It is being brave enough to accept disappointment even from the people closest to you and facing rejection where you least expect it. Choosing yourself is not just saying yes to yourself. It is learning to say no to the world and not feel guilt about it. So long story short, it's all about choosing to embrace your true self. You know, the one God calls and designs you to be. So how do you choose yourself, sis, with being a mother, a wife, a daughter, a friend, a mompreneur, and so many other titles that the, what did you say? The hyphenated, the multi-hyphenate. Multi-hyphenate. <laughs> 
Okay, how do you choose you? Mm-hmm. Woo. So, the first decision, the hardest decision I ever made on my journey to choose me is choosing to leave the military. Like I said, that's been my stability for so long. But once I decided to break that, everything else just started to fall away like once you drop one bag when you when the how do you explain it like when the airplane is just taking off stuff just started falling i'm like mm. wait i had so many friends i really don't have any girl you got the one guy I chose you to have my husband okay that part but <laughs> when when it comes down to purpose everybody won't understand When it comes down to hearing from God, you can't have a lot of other voices in your head. And when you're surrounded by people who speak the contrary of what you believe, it makes it even harder. Mm. So I choose me by silencing the noise. I talk to God. I have conversations with people. But when it comes to my safe space and my innermost parts, I just limit the excess. So I just choose me by doing that. Limiting access to people, to things that don't suit me. And if God tells me to go a place, I'm going, yes. So if that says, okay, leave the military where I'm going to work. I didn't, he said, I didn't tell you to worry about that. That part. Because right now, if you look at my page, you wouldn't even think I had a job. <laughs> Man, my job calls me, are you coming to work today? Because I have a lot of vacation days. But it's just like. Wow, God, this is how you want to bless me. Just before the pandemic, I was stressed out at work. Seeing a therapist. I haven't even seen a therapist mm-hmm. this whole entire year. And that is huge because I pride myself on therapy, okay? okay? She's like, what do you want to talk about today? I don't know. How are you? I don't even know. I have nothing to talk about. But being free in my soul is just closing off distractions, silencing the noise, and just saying Yes. Being accessible with limits, creating boundaries with the people that are in my life, and making moves. Okay. Silencing. Silencing. And that's so true. Like, when you have, like you said, when you have people that counter what you believe in, it is hard. Like, even dating someone, like, I remember Ma says, being unequally yoked ain't no joke. And It ain't. Um... Just like deciding, like who do you want your partner to be? If you don't, if you don't recognize and call Jesus by His name, then we can't be. Unfortunately, because where God has taken me, I need to hear Him, and I need you to hear Him too to help me. But if you worship in somebody else, how how can we be on this path? Mm -hmm. So I definitely, I definitely like that. Okay, Kashmir, how did you recognize the call over your life? And what made you answer the call that God placed onto your life? What made you pick up and say hello and not decline at this time? Yeah, I just going so much from situations that I put myself into. Once I was far removed, I just said, okay, God, it's me and you. What you got for me today? What you got for me? What's next? Listen, people like you, my grandma tell me, you don't leave no stone unturned. You don't leave no uh, dust on the ground. Like, you just move and move, moving and shaking. <laughs> <laughs> but truly, like, I'm all energetic just because God tells me to go. Mm. I legit don't do a thing. Mm-hmm. I'm like, people like this, mm, that's not a good idea. You should, mm, maybe, mm-mm. Mm. <laughs> you know, just... Mm. 
being intentional intentional with my yeses and my noes. And you do you listen to Sarah Jake Roberts? I do. Okay. I listen. If I lived in LA, I'd be right at the church, honey. Like, right at the church or Denver. <laughs> yes, Denver, what LA or something like that. And if I lived okay. in Tulsa, I'll be with Michael Todd. Like let me I'll be there too. Okay? Let me get there. <laughs> well, she has a video on YouTube talking about getting behind what God is doing in your life. And she really began to fill my spirit. So my question for you, and I guess is, how did you get behind what God is doing? Like, it's one thing, recognize the call, but to actually get behind what he's doing, even if you don't fully see the full picture, if the trust is not where you feel like it should be, how how did you just stand and and get behind it? Because I know... I have, like, it frightens me. Like, you talked about it in the beginning. Like, the vulnerability that is required and that comes with it, I literally, so I have, like, rheumatoid arthritis, Sjogren's syndrome, an autoimmune, and mm-hmm. I, like, just, like, my stress, I can't stress the same way that I used to because now my body will flare up. And, like, just, like, confronting myself and, like, confronting things that I need to do, my body, my hand will swell up, I will, like, I become unable, you know, so it's just, like, how do you stand behind it confidently? Because I need help. Yeah, well, like I said, I've seen life where I did everything on my own. I've been broke, paying all this money for daycare by myself and my trials is different than anybody else's but anything that stops you from doing or you think stops you from doing what God is calling you to do it's just oh boy it's just not a place you want to be so I had to really take a look back of everywhere that I've been and now it's like now that I'm in this space If I make one wrong turn, I can go back there. Mm. I can go back to depression. I can go back to anxiety. So really, it's just the intentionality piece and making moves. Like when you say, if my sister-in-law, she has lupus. And her intentionality, since her and I have been close, her being intentional with relationships, she hasn't had a flare-up in God knows how long. Mm. But it's just, I want to encourage you. I know this is about me, but I want to tell you, sis, you have everything you need. That rheumatoid arthritis has nothing on what God has for you. Mm -hmm. You speak against them flare-ups. If you got to go confront somebody, hold on now, rheumatoid. (laughs) Let me get you together and do what I need to do. You have everything you need. This podcast in itself, to keep it going for the amount of time that you had it going, even when you have no listeners, be still and know that he has you together. He has his hand on you, honey. You called me, but he has called you. And you are designed to make an impact as well. Good food, good people. You're going to eat your food. And you're going to keep being impactful. And that man you want, and that job you want, and the life you want is right in your hand. Mm. You have it. Put your hands out and know that God is going to put it right there. I receive it. You're going to put it right there. Yes. I receive it. Don't cover it, you. You got a jig tearing in here. <laughs> No, but seriously, I've been through so much, and it's just as simple as a conversation. Mm-hmm. It's as simple as seeing somebody and knowing, like, wow, 
she did that, I can too. Right. So even when it seems too heavy for me, like I have to really put myself in a uh, closet and say, okay, God, it got, it's getting too heavy. Mm-hmm. Okay, like change the way you think about it because when somebody sees you, they keep going. So the people that cry out in public is really blessing people in, in private. Mm-hmm. So I'm doing this publicly, everything, my husband, my kids, thank God that everything is in order because the moment it shattered, y'all would have seen that too. Mm-hmm. But I pray over everything daily because I can't afford to lose. Right. God did not design me to lose. Not at all. And that's my self-talk. Mm. God didn't put you here to lose. Mm. You was getting to one he of my put questions. Me here. That's what I'm going to do. Okay. How have you or do you overcome your fears? Is it going back into that prayer closet? Girl. Because, you know, the fears, fears. the fears are real. And sometimes when you get into situations, I know myself, like you get into hard situations and they fear you, the the fear comes out of you. It sometimes prevents you from learning more because you're just so afraid. So then it's Mm -hmm. like you're not receptive to learn. You feel like I've done this, this fear, this hurt and everything has did this and now I'm stuck. So how do you overcome yeah. the fears? Faith and fear can't reside together. Mm. So my biggest fear was not knowing what's to come. But when you get deeper into the faith, you realize that faith is not knowing and trusting. Yes. So I don't have no fears. Yes. Because you can't have fear and faith. You can't. They cannot mm-hmm. live together. Coexist. No, mm. I don't have no fears. I'm not scared of a thing. Mm. And that's not, you know, how do you call it? Like in the, what is that word? Practically like, oh, I'm not going to go up and be like trying to square it with people. Right. But just when situations arise, it's like, okay, God, do your thing. The trust, the trust meter goes up. Yep. Yep. Got you. Would you say you're self-motivated majority of the time, or is it you are more so disciplined? Definitely disciplined. (laughs) (laughs) It's definitely disciplined. I've always been, like, a a driven person. Like, if I want something, Mm -hmm. I'm going to go get it. But the discipline is the redundancy, doing it over and over again. Even when you don't see the bigger picture, the discipline is going to keep you turning your wheels. Okay. Until you get to that destination. Okay. Do you contribute the military background as the form of like where your discipline came from? Oh, for sure. Okay. For sure. Before I joined the military, I was in school. I was bartending. And I joined because I felt like I kept changing my majors. I had no idea what I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. So my grandfather, he was like, just join the military. I'm like, all right. All right. Sure. (laughs) Sounds good. And I I went to do it, and boot camp changed my life. Outside of the physicality of it, the mental piece, like how somebody in a thing can just be drilled into your head until it's a lifestyle. Wow. Okay. So the discipline, the waking up at 3 a.m. and just moving and moving and moving. So... 
Yeah. Would you recommend others to um, join the military, especially in the state that we're given in the nation? Um. Yes. Okay. If you want to get a free college degree, yes. Got you. And that's all I'm going to say. Got you. What's understood don't have to always be spoken, good people. Okay. Right. How do you That's show right. yourself kindness, especially during the process of becoming? You know, how do you teach that same kindness to your daughters? Mm. Well, kindness to me is just very simple. It's just being able to just live it out. So for me and my kindness and my kids, it's when they are even fighting with each each other. I'm like, be kind, but what does that mean? You know, so right. being kind is just like, okay, sis, talking to myself. This is my self talk. You got this. Mm-hmm. It's not going to be perfect, mm-hmm. but you got to get it done. Right. You can't. You can't win everybody. You can't beat everybody. Like it's like you said in the introduction. It's not a competition. Hmm. So wherever I am, that's and and I give it my all. That's what it is. I'm here for that. Here for that. How do you effectively believe in yourself? You know, we always hear you got to believe in yourself, but we are not taught how to believe in ourselves and in the abilities that God has gifted gifted us with. Just by showing up. Okay. If I don't show up, I don't know what's going to happen. So the only way to effectively believe believe in myself is just see myself through it. Hmm. I like that. Okay. Now, this next question, I personally need a lot of help with because, again, I know how to give this to others, but I've struggled to properly give it to myself, and it becomes a slippery slope for me. So how do you give and allow yourself grace? I give myself grace by just allow myself to show up and wherever I am whatever I have is what it is and if I don't have it I got resources I know somebody or something that can help whatever I'm facing at the moment okay yeah listen shout out to the resources okay like thank god for the resources now you know that I love resources (laughs) You know, God talked about allowing our light to be put onto display so that it gives light to everyone in the house, not to hide it. And if I'm being honest, a part of me likes to hide, but I also realize sometimes, most times, I can't hide even when I want to. So how do you allow yourself to shine and not hide, Cashmere? Just showing up and being intentional and just praying that whatever, however I am perceived that is really um, with God in mind. Because sometimes we don't always show up the way we want to. You know, like, Mm -hmm. I have bad days. But even when my days are not the best, that people can still see it. That's good. That's what's up. How do you combat the thoughts within your head that tries to bully you, if any does? Like, if you don't feel like doing what you need to do, what gets you going? affirmations I do my affirmations every single day even if it's just something like I am a wealth magnet I am designed to do great things I am fearfully and wonderfully 
perfectly made. Whatever it is that I have rehearsed and written in my journal, I just say it out loud. And then it is so. Like, all right, girl, you got to keep going. You was made for this. Today is the day you going to make a million dollars. You're going to stay in the bed. Mm. You got to get up. I like that. What and who inspires you? I'm inspired by people that make it happen despite what they're facing. We have no idea what people face on a daily basis, but just knowing that people keep it moving, that is an inspiration. What are you passionate about and where do they stem from? I'm really, really passionate about just helping moms get to the next level because of everything thing that I faced is really important. Not that just people see it, but people have somebody that can help them get to that next level also. The representation matters. Yes, it does. It matters a whole lot. Can you tell us good people three things that you absolutely love about marriage and one thing you wish you knew before getting married? All right. Well, Three things that I love about marriage is the companionship, um, the growth that you can track, and the support, like the in-house support system. Okay. And one thing I wish I would have knew before I got married was just the, the compromise. Like, you're not always going to see eye to eye on everything, but being able to, I guess, dissect the importance of whatever it is. It's something that you need to learn before you get married. And being okay with that. Exactly. It's the being okay for me. What made you want to get married? Well, I've always wanted to be married. Like, even as a kid, I've always wanted a family because I grew up in a single-parent household. So, I see my grandparents married, but I had no idea what it looked like from an emotional standpoint. But I see my grandparents married, and I saw the companionship. I saw the support, but I didn't know what it meant emotionally. But just, I wanted to be married, just, you know, to have a family, like the family that I didn't have growing up. Got you, got you, got you. That's like me. Like, I I think a friend of mine asked me, like, what's your, like, what's one of your childhood favorite stories? And I was like... I think it's Cinderella, (laughs) like the black Cinderella with Brandy, because I, you know, I grew up with my mom and dad in the household and just to see them and wanting to recreate that and be better at that is just like, oh, I want the black love. I want the babies. I want to show God's glory and the fact that it can be done in a marriage, you know, and not saying that it won't have its ups and downs, but like. Through it all, we're going to be good. So, like you, I definitely, um, God willing, will definitely be married. Yes, you will. (laughs) If you could tell us single women two things that you really feel like we should either enjoy before marriage or take full advantage of. And, yeah, tell us two things that you really feel like we should either enjoy before marriage or take full advantage of. And one thing we should know before motherhood. Just heal before um, either or. I had the opportunity to do both at the same time, like to be married and, you know, to be a mother, but also to be single and to be a mother. But I think that if you are not careful, you can, like, inflict your own traumas 
on your kids or on your next relationship. So being healed in both capacities will just allow you to thrive and be your best self. Yes, definitely. Because if we're not healing, it's like what you said, it's going to be a healing girl, a healing girl on summer. Um, (laughs) Yes, because if we don't be healed, we're going to be bleeding to others. And I was like, you know, it definitely cured me because I was a hot girl. No, healing girl summer. Mm -hmm. So I'm here for that. Yes. And finally, 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 how do you balance I find balance by just saying no. I mentioned earlier, let my yeses be yeses and my no's be no's and being intentional and stern with my answer. Because a lot of times we have a priority list for ourselves, but then we got like people who come in and say, can you do this? Or a tasker that comes in that you got to execute really quickly. But if I can't do it, I just can't do it. And that's how I find balance. I set myself up for success. Okay, setting setting yourself up for the success. Sis, I'm here for it. I need that. I like that. I like that. Being stern with it. Thank you so much, Cashman. Thank you for doing this interview with me in spite of me getting in my own way and becoming stuck. In spite of the Wi-Fi connections and all, girl, I appreciate the time you made for me and my listeners. I'm truly praying that you continue thriving, girl, because it's truly, it truly so looks good on you and you're an inspiring, you're inspiring us along the way. So keep doing your thing Thank and you. keep Thank answering you. every call that God makes upon your life because I'm this here rooting for you. Thank you so much. Okay, good people. So it's that time to bust a grub, specifically at a black-owned spot. Now, I'm shouting out Fat Daddy's Food. You can find and follow him on the gram at Fat Daddy's Food, F-A-T-D-A-D-D-I-E-S-F-O-O-D-S, and go give him a try. He's located in the West Philly area, and his kitchen opens at 7 p.m. Now, y'all, I tried his salmon wrap with the fries, and oh my gosh, the sauce. It was so saucy, and I love it saucy, okay? (laughs) My mouth is watering now just thinking about it, and the fries was right. And I told y'all, fry me, please. So go check him out and let him know Good Food, Good People podcast sent y'all. And I heard his wings be hitting, and they be doing one thing. So your girl don't eat chicken no more, but I won't deprive y'all from it. So go check him out. Cashmere is shouting out because our Wi-Fi is just the devil tried it, but we still gonna put y'all on to some black owned spots, okay? Booker's restaurant. Booker's restaurant and bar is located 5021 Baltimore Avenue, Philadelphia, PA. Um, let me let me pull it up. 19143, and they close at 8:45 p.m. I guess today. So go check them out. And you also want to check out if you love some tea and I love tea, y'all. Go check out Cashmere's shouting out Gossip Tea. You can follow them on Instagram at G-O-S-S-I-P underscore T-E-A-C-O. Go get your tea, okay? Because this, this is the right tea that we need to be sipping and drinking from, okay? So again... If any of my good listeners know of any good Black-owned spots, please let me know. I'm always down to try. If you haven't already, please follow Good Food, Good People Pod at G-D-F-O-O-D-G-D-P-E-O-P-L-E-P-O-D-O-D on Instagram. And you can follow Miss Cashmere at... 
at, I'm about to, I'm about to hook y'all up, at K-A-S-H, yeah, at K-A-S-H-M-E-R-E-N-Y-H-R-E. Go on over to the mompreneur and get your life, okay? She, she stay hitting us with a nice post, okay? So, go check her out, all right? And, and she does hair, y'all. Let me give her, y'all, her hair page, okay? Or I can give you the website, which is stylesleep.com slash slay. Go get slayed, okay? Because please believe your hair is in blessed hands, okay? Before I let y'all go, let me get a essential water and remind y'all that the girl needs this partner, okay? So, get at me, essential. I mean, hello, come on, don't be shy. This girl got a vision and God's plan. Don't sleep on me. You know what to do, group people. Tag me, repost me, and chat with me and Essentia and tell them to jump on it before it's too late. Make sure y'all are partnering with the right people, brands, companies, jobs, and plans for your life. Get with God and let him direct your every path. Be blessed, y'all, and be someone else's blessing. Remain intentional and always seek God and make time for him before anything else. Be well, good people. Eat good. Surround yourself with good people. And remember to bring good and all the goodness there is home first. Thank you, Cash. See you next time, good people.